Welcome to the Community Builder Podcast. The world is our classroom, and every moment is an opportunity to understand human connection at a newer level. On this podcast, we'll explore the minds of active community builders as they strive to leave their imprint on the world. Travis King. Let's build. Before we get started, we would like to thank our sponsor, Cruise Control Music, the ultimate audio branding experience. Cruise Control Music creates custom, authentic sounds and music to showcase your brand identity and is a direct reflection of your vision, goals, and values. If you're looking to start or level up your podcast experience, log on to cruisecontrolmusic.com. Welcome back to the Community Builder Show. And today we have Dan from the Jersey City Tech Meetup here. And he's going to talk to us about how he's built the community, what he's been up to, and um, what he's got, what he has going on. So thanks for taking the time to talk with us today, Dan. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And um, it's been really great building a relationship with uh, meetup.com. Is obviously the platform I decided to leverage for that uh, kind of uh, project, uh, as I may say. And I'm happy to share more about that as well. Um, and uh, it's been just an amazing experience. Uh, now, just a little over a year later, I am uh, leaving my startup in a sense, and I've been mentoring a new leader. So next, uh, moving up next, I'm very excited to be more helpful on a larger scale of uh, perhaps mentoring other leaders in the space to do the same. Nice. So I guess if you wouldn't mind sharing with the listeners, like how did you get started? Like what prompted you to start that meetup? Like why? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, and that's pretty much everything at the end of the day is why, right? Um, and I can easily answer that. So I work actually full-time with the New Jersey Tech Council. Uh, we're a statewide organization that helps to support the ecosystem. And we've been doing that for over 20 years. Um, about this time, you know, about a year or so ago, we put in some thought to um, how we can help inspire different communities and energize the community and, and how that could be done. And I, uh, I was happy to take on the project in a sense of saying, I, I'm going to pick this town, that being Jersey City, because I thought there was so much potential there. But there was nothing going on, which is really, really mind-blowing. I live there, so I can definitely second that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a scary thought. I mean, that place is known as, think of the nicknames, the Sixth Borough, you know, in the shadow of New York City. And um, that's, an, that's an amazing place to to make a stand, you know, especially for New Jersey and its market. So um, how it started, um, you know, so this, this idea was born about let's create a meetup, you know, let's, let's, let's find a way to do this and create a community. And this was completely from scratch. Um, I was new to the platform as a organizer uh, and that is a very daunting task. Um, I think that platforms aside, creating a community is a very daunting task and it takes a very, vigilant mind and someone that really believes in themselves um, and is ready to learn things along the way. So um, now looking at the mirror a little over a year or so later, that's exactly how I feel. I feel like I've changed as a person. I've been completely transformed. And that's one of the great you know, positives about being in that role. But um, again, going back to starting this thing out, it was very much by scratch. And um, I was so fortunate that uh, due to some of the connections I had in my own business, and stuff like that, uh, but more importantly, some of the relationship building skills I had, my lack of fear to reach out to people, 
um, uh, that's kind of got the ball rolling, you know, and it was a very slow roll. Um, I connected with some great people, that being uh, pretty related to the mayor's office in town. Um, he ran their innovation department, which is a really big part of the equation in any city. Right. And Jersey City was at that time on the map as a exciting city. Now, in today's world, it's the number one recognized city in the nation uh, for its innovation and its, its techniques for making it a very um, exciting society, which is cool. And I, th I think we've been a huge part of that story uh, behind the scenes. But um, after that, I had the chance to meet with them in person. I brought this idea about how this could be valuable to the community and hopefully take things in a new direction in terms of building it out in a more thoughtful way. Um, again, I went right back to the pavement with, with their kind of saying, you know, we, we got your back a little bit on this. Uh, uh, we support you. Yeah, and that, and that comes in a very uh, light sense. You know, it was, we, we, we want to watch you along the way. We're happy to help you out in terms of connecting me with other people. And then that's where the web started. Uh, and then uh, completely springing from there, I went to organizing the very first event, uh, working with uh, some of the uh, co-working space owners in the area, which I thought were a huge part of the equation in terms of, hey, they have a built-in community. This could be an event that might spark some interest and get the word out. And uh, it, was a, it was a pretty well attended event. You know, I'm a realist at the end of the day. It was a very foundational start. You know, maybe 30 people in the room. And probably it's a lot of people, though. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I have very big standards now. So, but at that time, it was exciting to see people there and engaging with the content and networking. That was really the business model. Um, but more importantly, creating that environment for people to be connecting, networking, and building a community. To me, that was like the seeds of the, of the, the tree. And um, it all started from there. Uh, now, a little over a year or so later, uh, the, the uh, group grew from you know, one member to now over 1500. Um, and this year alone, we already hosted a thousand people at programs. So, and these are free events. Uh, you know, these are situations where, Hey, it's a Thursday night. You live in Jersey city as well, Travis. And you know, there's tons of things to do. Yep. Um, and people are coming out and they're enjoying the programs. And I'm, I'm hearing stories about how people are finding jobs and, how companies are excited to be making these new connections that they didn't realize were right down the road. And to me, that is the definition of a community. And I think um, on a statewide level and perhaps even on a greater level, um, we've created a really, really exciting example of how you create a community through a meetup and uh, ways that set it apart from everyone else. Interesting. I feel like it's one of those things where like you, you kind of just do it and you take that risk and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, what just happened? And you're like, now you're like, wait, it's a year later. I'm, I've built this community. I have these connections I've made. I have this impact I've driven in people's lives. And it's like, okay, well, like you felt like you, you know, you had that first, it's like the first quarter of a football game, right? Like you, you did that and it's like, okay, like now what? So like now I guess you let everybody know like kind of what like what's next for you like what's like what's happening. Yeah, I mean, and the playbook can put, you know always change. I like that you bring up the idea of football because it is it reminds you of a game like that because it is a game. Mm -hmm. It's all about uh, you know it's all on you. You you take the next steps. You know you you make the next play call and uh, you go with it. You know back down. So yeah. and that included you know innovating the programs, thinking of different and what we've been known for now is more you know kind of. How should I explain it? Uh, interesting topics, kind of, right. kind of the exploring the bizarre in technology at times. And I thought that was good fire starters in terms of 
bringing people out from different areas of the community thinking this is an interesting event. I mean, hey, what's I, the weirdest event you've hosted, do you think? Really? It's a toss up right now. <laughs> uh, so in Jersey, I mean, Jersey's a different place than New York as we different all know. Humans. Different, different humans. Different humans. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Uh, much more, the culture is different, you know, it's, it's, a, it's not, I want to say a, not a more of a professional environment, but I think that the workforce is a little bit more seasoned in the sense of they're, they're thinking a little bit more inside the box where in New York, I think there's some more of, of, of interest in other things, you know, there's yeah. more diversity and sometimes, but, um, the interesting thing is, so we've explored topics like sex tech and, and, and cannabis and things that are kind of cutting edge, you know, to think about. Right. But for me, it was always the underlying um, themes or topics involved. And that's entrepreneurship, the grit and grind of being a woman in technology in today's workforce. And we've been exploring things like that. And people really appreciate that. And uh, most importantly, the people that come out to speak um, that are really trying to leverage their brand. I've been watching them grow immensely over the past year. We hosted two sex tech programs and, uh, you know, the attendance was always over a hundred people and people are really interested. For sex tech? Right, right. So, what is sex tech? So sex tech is really, <laughs> it's, it's really the, um, it's really the exploration of, um, sex in society, um, right. gen, you know, personal wellness. That's really the truth. And I think the real mission behind that industry is breaking down the barriers that we have created. Media has done that. Um, and, you know, just breaking down the, ta putting taboo aside and realizing this is an amazing business model and it's really profitable. Right. So these, uh, and most are women, but there are certainly men in the mix too. And, um, you know, it's, it's thinking about for them, they're out there grinding, trying to get their startup going. And they've had a hundred meetings with VCs over the past year and everyone's just laughed at them and scoffed. They're just like, no. They're just like, no, this is ridiculous, you know? And, but now a little over a year later, millions of dollars are coming in and funding is happening and, and ideas are growing. Um, if you can imagine platforms like Kickstarter were against hosting products, you know, like EG vibrators and stuff on their platform. That's kind of sensible. Super fair. Yeah. And even it goes as far as platforms like Facebook and marketing blocking content, you know, Trojan was able to get their, their ads out, but not a company like, you know, unbound box I've worked with or Dane products just to throw some names out there. Right. But, um, it's cool now for me if I reflect, which I've been doing a lot lately, because this has been a really amazing journey for me personally. Um, I'm hearing from some of those founders now that they've heard the news that I'm, I'm stepping aside and bringing a new leader into the mix. And the amount of thank yous I get is so nice. And I saw so that hard. video. And you I saw this video great. too. That video, I looked at it and I was like, wow. Like, yeah. if I were to receive something like this, I would have feel super appreciated in my community and like see the faces and the emotions that were like poured into the video and like things you felt even like even from Kate and from um uh, Chickpea and JC and Jay or JC excuse me and I'm just like wow like that's got to feel great it does and to me it was like uh you know you don't get a lot of trophies in life when you get older you know you get the pats on the back or you know the wins financially whatever you want making yeah. big steps but when you have a moment like that, and this was a complete, complete surprise. So last week we hosted my finale, but also our summer finale. It was a big blockchain focused event. Um, and, uh, the new organizer I've been mentoring for the past few months, uh, was, this was kind of the official handing over of the keys. If you want to call it that right. you're in the driver's seat now, I'm here to help. But, uh, he, he, he did this really fantastic job of just taking some initiative there and, uh, and, and going out and asking people to, to, to give some feedback on their experience. And for me, it was awesome because I worked with so many people in a year and you kind of, you don't forget, but you don't realize that, again, as you said, the impact you made. And, um, actually about two months ago, I sent out a letter to the community saying I am leaving. 
and there was a lot of shock and awe. And at that point, you realize people get scared. <laughs> people did get scared, I think. And you realize at that point, from some of the most strategic partners you could have wanted to align with, um, and I'm happy. I hope we get to talk about that too, of how big mm-hmm. that is in the mix, um, about the impact you made. And that's really a telltale for you as a, as a, as a person. It's enriching for you and your life. You realize, you know what? I, I can do this. And you know what? And even more now, I can inspire other people to do it too. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. And I think the, the partnership, I love that you brought that up. I think the partnership aspect of the community is something that's forgotten because like it, speaking from a business stance, right? Like sometimes you, you're saying, Oh, like there's no real ROI in community. Like, is it marketing? Is it like sales? Is it strategy? Like what is community? And it's like, actually, if you think strategically about the different lives and the different pieces that a community can impact, can impact everywhere. And so like, could you, I guess, tell everybody a little bit about like your partners and how they've impacted your journey and like, like what that looked like? Certainly. Yeah. And again, this was all grassroots. It was, you know, part of my, my personal good faith in myself. I, I do have great qualities in building relationships. And to some people that's unbeknownst, how do you do that? Maybe it's just, they think you're weird. They think they're weird. Sometimes it's just an exceptional character win versus a character flaw. You know, it's having the ability to quickly understand what a business is looking for and where they'll find value and proving it to them. Yep. And then they're going to work with you. But they are so important in the mix. And I think of this from a venue standpoint. I think of this from a speaking standpoint. I think of this from a community standpoint. Those because, are two biggest struggles, speakers and venues. Right, right. So, <laughs> and um, I think I think it's the for thinking about partnerships is that I've had the, a lot of conversations with people in Jersey City, you know, business owners and co-working space founders and um, people in government, for instance. And it, it's always stems down to the same thing. It's kind of proving them that they have to you have to remind remind them that you have to be a good corporate citizen, or in this case, you have to really be a part of your community. You know, you can do your job every day. That's great. Um, but at one point, sometimes I ask them what's their definition of success in their job, you know, especially if they're in a government role. If I've talked to, say, I've talked, sat down even with the mayor in the past and asked about how important is this kind of initiative to your, to you, do you think to the future of this city? Cause that's kind of the, the point here. You know, these events are, they happen and they, they, they happen and they go and they're, and they're done. Yeah. Right. But the impact moving forward is what can really be impressive. So, um, that's my thing. I, I was always talking to people saying, how cool to be be a part of this story, right? And to be a part of this mission. And that's what got it across. You know, I mean, it was like, yeah, we do want to host your programs because you know what? We've been hearing some great things, you know? And then after the experience, ex post facto, they're like, this is phenomenal. You know, we had a hundred new people in here. You know, I met so many new people and they're excited about learning about who we are and maybe working out of our space or even, you know, I might apply for that job that you guys posted last week. And it's kind of all about that in, in terms. So it's really, again, finding the value that they're looking for and listening. That's what I like to really tell people, listen first, then, then try to do some action, you know, really listen first and hear what people want from you perhaps, or want to get out of it and then figure out pretty quickly <laughs> how to deliver on that. Yeah. I think that's extremely important for people to like understand because I feel like a lot of times, like even I find myself sometimes I'm like, wait, like, maybe I should shut up. Like maybe I should just like listen to what's around me. And I think that especially like in a community, everybody comes from, everyone's born in a different place, right? Like everybody's in different stages of life. There's so many different like people in the room. So it's like, why would you not listen when you're in the room full of people with different perspectives? Like, 
it just makes it's just like it makes sense, right? Like, so I think that's definitely an important thing to remember. Yeah, and in, in, in including to that uh, with being a good listener, I also believe in being completely transparent. I think transparency is super key, and I'm, I'm sure many of the people you've interviewed on your podcast have perhaps said similar things. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a quality you learn as you grow as a human being. As foundationally as that, you know, just being a human being, you learn to be transparent and and be honest with people and and open up to just having a relationship. Sometimes even more than just being in business together. Maybe just learning a little bit about what they do in their spare time. And you and sometimes that opens some amazing doors. People are like, wow, I didn't know you were into music too. You know, like I have a past life too. You know, so I was I I grew up as a musician and I worked in the music business. Some people have no idea that's the truth of my life story and now I'm doing this and they don't see the connection there but you'd be amazed if something as simple an example as that is you connect on a different level and it builds a really strong relationship yeah it's actually funny you say that I was talking to some colleagues and friends about the truth I, I can be a very blunt honest person like very upfront like this is what happened like I'm not hiding anything like and a lot of people that like know me know that that's how I am so I think that's an important thing I, I guess could you touch on how some of the like the events or the the gatherings that you've hosted have helped people break that like first line break. I'm thinking like Inception level, right? Like they're all up here. They're like on Instagram, on Facebook. Like they'll tweet at each other and they'll comment, but like they won't talk about the time they made a mistake. They won't admit to it in real life because they can't deal with it. So like, could you talk to some like I guess some gatherings that you've helped people break through that like second level? Because I think that's super important for people to like understand like how that happens. Yeah, and I think it's kind of a um, it's kind of a human error that people get very quiet and very uncomfortable in social situations, unfortunately, or maybe they feel like they can't speak out. So at at the Jersey City Tech Meetup, the culture I built, perhaps that's the way I looked at it. I'm building that out. I, I thought of it as like maybe this is my startup story. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to treat it as such, and I'm going to build a brand. I'm going to build a culture and experience that people would expect. So I thought that was going to really turn into greater turnouts, and that's exactly what happened. So if you if you mail, if you exceed people's expectations at event live event situations, but even before that, marketing the event and making it a fun and immersive experience that they're, they're really anticipating, you will see skyrocketing attendance and interest in your programs and your initiative. But um, going back to my point um, that I was always in live events inspiring people to say, you have to have a question. You know, we, for instance, thinking about some of the topics I mentioned earlier in this podcast or last week hosting things on blockchain, I personally don't know much about that. I have tons of questions I'm, and I'm not going to be shy to ask them. So the, the thing is kind of, as you brought up, um, people do get uncomfortable. And sometimes the social environments now that we all come to know, like, you know, Instagrams and Facebooks, we can not create a false personality, but we only put Super out, fake. we only put out <laughs> the good news, right? Yep. And, and sometimes that could be skewed. We all know that we're always going to turn things in our favor as it's just kind of human nature. But I think, uh, we've had experiences where things have gone wrong. I was just talking to some of your colleagues upstairs about, um, how we leverage platforms like Instagram mm-hmm. to create a lot more hype around our events right. in the past few That's months. That's where attention is. Right. And it's been interesting how we've been in, in, in Instagram. If you ever listen to this podcast, please don't ever monetize experiences like Instagram Live. We love it. Don't make us pay. <laughs> but, uh, super facts. Yeah, super facts. <laughs> but um, so I can think of times we've gone live with speakers from perhaps in New York or around the region. And, you know. It doesn't work out. Tech fails. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens. 
We had experiences this morning. Literally, I'm like, uh, uh, microphone, phone. But you make it fun, right? You don't sit there and beat yourself up while yeah. live. You say, you know what? Let's talk about something else until we figure this out. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of like embracing the failures. And I think uh, probably anyone that listens to this podcast or any of your content is going to be in the same realm of listening to folks like Gary Vee and, and folks who are going to talk about failure. And I have to embrace that a little bit and realize it's not, it's not failure. Change the definition to a learning experience. You know, I think that's going to really change your perspective and make you a better person. Yeah, super, super on point with that. Because I think a lot of people don't know how to relate to what Gary Vee says. Like, I love the guy. Like, listen to him. Like, I remember when I was in college, I was on Twitter and I was like, who's this Gary Vee dude? And I was like, follow. No idea. And then turns out, you know, this wine guy, he's, you know, rah, rah, rah. But then, like, when you hear some of his messages, like, people don't get it. And they're right. Like, you got friends that are like, dude, listen to Gary Vee. And you're like, yeah, I listen to Gary Vee. And they're just like, oh. And you're like, yeah, but, like, do you hear his messages? Like, it's the intent behind what he says is what you need to listen to versus, like, getting mad at why he's saying, like, oh, like, you need to go do. And it's like, no, but he's right. Like, he's super right. And that's why you guys don't like him. Like, he's telling you the blunt, honest truth and being, you know, animated about it, right? Like, he's telling everybody that, like, you need to unleash your truths to the world and, like, nobody can do that. And so I think that, like, back to your point, it's just, like, when you can, you know, become vulnerable and, like, be honest with people, I think that's where, like, this, like, I don't know, like, hidden superpower lies with a lot of humans and they don't, like, they don't get to see it because they're too busy on that first level, that, that surface level, and they don't get to the second, third, fourth, fifth, tenth level of connectivity with other people. And I think that's like super important to point out. Yeah, I think think about the theme of your podcast. If I could make a, a statement that anybody could take away, uh, it's for me, and I have a lot to learn. I'm a young guy, you know, um, but the keys to leadership I've learned in my own personal life are, again, being transparent, uh, being an expert listener, and then more importantly, um, having the grit to go get it and not be lazy. Go get it. If that's what you want to do, if that's what you're assigned to do or that, do whatever it takes to make that happen and creatively make it fun. You know, do not make it a job, you know, make it fun. Yeah. Unless you, I mean, I pray to God you have that, that opportunity to make it fun. But for me, it was, it was no rules. I created the rules. I created the culture. And that was really a lucky experience because it, 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 it invented something that's pretty special. So again, that's my, to me, that's the keys of being a good leader and more importantly, a really good community organizer. And I think that's super important. Like if people forget to inside, we're all children. The people who are most successful I hear and I've heard from multiple mentors and people that have like gotten to places that I want to get to, it's like, just be a kid, Trev. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean be a kid? Like, I'm supposed to be professional. Like, I don't get it. Like, what do you mean? They're like, no, like, you need to have fun and remember that, like, you're doing this because it's fun. Like, whatever you do in life, like, in terms of, like, I don't know, like, a hobby, like, don't turn a hobby into a job because then you'll hate it. It's like, it makes so much sense, but, like, remember that deep inside, like, you're the happiest when you're, you're exposing your truths, like, if you can't expose your truths, you're just keeping them locked up in this like hidden, you know, box that's inside of you that like it's going to cause other things to go off. Right. Like if you don't tell people how you're really feeling, eventually it's going to resurface in another form. So it's like be happy, be truthful, and you'll get so much further than 
you would if you, you know, held it all inside of you. So like, I think that's a super important point um, for people to take away. Yeah, and I think um, if I could make any kind of last remarks um, on this topic, uh, you know, I, I want to welcome everyone listening to wholeheartedly join us in Jersey City. Keep an eye out uh, for New Jersey as a whole. Uh, working and thinking with working with Meetup, we have some great ideas about how we can be more impactful statewide and inspiring community leadership throughout the area. I think that's a really big and important part of the pipeline in many ways. And um, But yeah, join us in Jersey City, although I am not organizing anymore. I'm Where are you at, Dan? <laughs> How do people find you? Yeah, yeah. So you can, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, that's a great place to connect with me. So just look up Dan Sullivan. Uh, and if you, I guess, have been putting taglines in there, you can look up the add-in meetup there or New Jersey Tech Council. I'm sure I'll pop up. And there's a lot of me out there. It's kind of a common name. But, uh, and otherwise than that, I'm also always happy to talk to anyone and connect with you about your business or maybe how we can be helpful. So if you're in the region of New York or New Jersey listening to this and you run a startup or in a small business or even an enterprise level and you're trying to find resources like listening to me talk about how to be a good leader or perhaps uh, how your company can be more successful, I, I really want to welcome you to connect with me at the New Jersey Tech Council. And uh, that's uh, my email. I'm happy to give that out. It's just dan at njtc.org. And I'll, I'm, I'm very responsive. So I'll, I'm, I'm happy to get on the call or talk to you about anything you might want to interested in talking about. Uh, I help host, you know, about 80 to 100 events a year in, in that market. So uh, if there's something that you're interested in learning about, I guarantee you'll be talking about it. And uh, once again, I really want to inspire everyone to go check out a Jersey City Tech Meetup, even though it's in its next stage. I have a lot of, you know, a lot of trust in the organizer moving forward and that there's going to be some really interesting programs coming through the pipeline. Awesome. Well, you heard it from Dan. You, you know where to find him. Um, thanks again for, you know, hopping on today. I you know, really appreciate your time and your insights and your, you know, just learning about your journey. And, um, yeah, just to stay connected, like I'll have all these, all these insights and information in the show notes and like people can go check you out and hopefully, you know, someone will connect. Even if one person connects, we did our job. Absolutely. Well, Travis, thank you so much for your time. And also more importantly, thanks to Meetup for all their support. Thanks for listening to the Community Builder Podcast. If you received an ounce of value from this podcast, share it with your friends. Oh yeah. Don't forget to leave me a five-star review. I need those. Remember, Each perfectly laid brick moves you one step closer to building your community.